0: What's up, everybody? I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis, and this is Snacks, where we talk about some personal stuff, some soccer stuff, some real stuff, and some fun stuff. So, Lynn, what's new since the last pod? Bunches of
1: stuffs. has new bunches.
0: since the last... bunches of crunches.
1: Um, oh, I
0: love Bunch of Crunch. Same. Oh my gosh, that's my go-to movie snack.
1: <gasps> is it? Yeah. I don't think I do that.
0: Oh my um, god, I love them. So When I go to the movies, I want like a Coke. A bunch of crunch and a popcorn. Yeah, I go all out and get everything. I love the movies.
1: Remember that time you had me go to that one movie,
0: Gucci? Oh my god! Yeah, it was called Eighth Grade, and this like stand-up comedian or this like comedian that I like was like directed it. Maybe so I was like, oh my god, we have to go see it. It'll be so cool and indie. And me, I was just the whole time like, you know, when you drag your friend to something and then you realize (laughs) like they're not having fun, and you were just like, oh my god, I can't believe I dragged you here. It was a good. It was a really good movie.
1: Um, what is new? Going to swerve right back on course. Okay. Um, well, we went to Washington and lost, um, which sucked. Especially because it was in the last minutes of extra time. Um, but that's okay because I'm really super proud of the group for just honestly fighting and continuing to fight to the last second on a pretty terrible year uh, soccer wise so so I think that um, we obviously would have loved to win but I'm super proud of us
0: Um, so that's going well that is just wonderful I obviously wish I could have been there more and I was also very proud of the group from afar for seeing your resilience and just the way you all made it into playoffs and just gave it your all um. So I think that was an accomplishment in and of itself. Thank you, Samantha.
1: Um, but now it's like mayhem because I have to, I came back, I am moving out of my apartment. I have my friend's wedding coming up this weekend and then I'm oh, going yeah. home to California and then I'm going to Australia, but I have to pack up everything and I'm
0: a little stressed about it. Yeah, I wish I was there to help you and be your moving truck driver. Ah, So do I. I know it's really my specialty to drive a U-Haul.
1: I know every year, um, listeners, me and Sam would move out of our apartment and Sam would rent a U-Haul and drive it for us. And she was just,
0: Oh my God. Do you remember the year? Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) That I rented the U-Haul and it was not at the right facility. Yes. And then I was like, okay, well we need to go and get the U-Haul and then drive it over here. And then I was like, we it was two miles away and she was like, Well, you need to fill the tank up and give me the receipt. And I was like, It's gonna cost two dollars. And then we had to drive it, go move into the other storage facility, move all our stuff, and then drive the U-Haul back to the other facility. And remember, I was just having like a meltdown because I booked it for the wrong place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like the moving wasn't even that hard. It was just figuring out the U-Haul and the and the gas. Wow. Because we live so close to the storage that like I guarantee you we didn't even move the like yeah. gas meter thing no
0: I know and then I I remember being like to Pat it's so funny that I did this because I never make mistakes like this and Pat was like Sam every time you have to do something like this you literally mess it up somehow and I've always like thought he was wrong but like ever since he said that I'm kind of like yeah I do stuff like this literally all the time yesterday I was trying to order like outdoor furniture for my place in Boston shipped it to Raleigh so now there's outdoor furniture waiting i got an email from my apartment complex saying i have a package it's my outdoor furniture for boston and i was like yeah that's tough wouldn't put it past me
1: i know do you know what i always do is um i always order the wrong flight for like the wrong day or something and then immediately like i find out usually within the 24 hours so it's fine but i'm like why do i always do this like every time
0: I know. We're capable of so much and then we just like sometimes have little brain slips. Yeah. Misfires, if you will. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of uh my backyard furniture that I tried to order, I have a little social story for everybody. Please. So I live in like a little condo thing and there's like five of us in like one long building. So like I have like neighbors on both sides on the walls. Townhouses. And Yes, you oh, will. Thank you. <laughs> it's a townhouse. And I, I mean, do you have any adult friends? No, like because we just, all of our adult friends are our teammates in our market. And then you go home and it's kind of like, yeah, I see my family and I ha- might have friends from high school, but like, it's hard to like make adult friends. But yeah. like, I'm, I'm 29. Like I could have adult friends. I've just never been in a position to make any. And suddenly <laughs> I've been hanging out with my neighbors and they're like so cool and normal. And I, like, kind of realized that, like, I've always been such a big, like, um, believer that, like, having old friends is, like, so important because they've, like, been with you through everything and, like, they know your history. They, like, know you really well. And, like, that, like, loyalty and history is, like, a key element in friendship. Mm -hmm. And, like, I hope my neighbors don't listen to this because they're going to be, like, oh, my God, this girl's obsessed with us and is, like, so creepy because I've hung out with them, like, three times. But I just think it's... Also, in addition to having old friends, it's really cool to make new friends because you can kind of like, kind of have this freedom from what your old friends like expect of you. Are you just laughing at me? No, I'm like very intrigued, but it's just like, get to the point, sister. Oh, am I really, <laughs> rap? I'm really wrapping this one around. Anyway, my point is that I'm I'm learning that making new friends is also really nice because you kind of can just be who you are yeah. now and they don't really like expect anything from you. So I've hung out with them three times and I like really like them and it's been fun. It's amazing. Special, I know. Um, are they on the left side or the right side of you? Well, nobody lives on the left right now. And then everybody to the right of me is, is wonderful. Do you guys, are you going to have like, um like town parties? Well, we had like- a little HOA Halloween gathering outside. Um, and that was kind of what, sparked it, my new obsession. friendships. Yeah. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. I know. Thank you. It's been a shining light in a sea of being frustrated about my rehab. So it was great. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, and uh, this is my other story. Sorry, can I keep going? Yeah, please. I'm uh, very intrigued. OK, this is my other. So the other day, we they were hanging out outside, and I like let Finn out into the backyard. And they were like, do you want to come over and, like, sit outside with us? And I was kind of like, oh, like, no, it's okay. And then they asked again. And I was like, okay. So I, like, ran right on over there and sat outside with them. And they had their TV set up in the backyard to, like, watch sports. Uh Uh-huh. So I bought a TV for my backyard. And I'm going to set it up and, like, make a cool outdoor, like, sports-watching yard. (laughs) I'm so I don't excited. Have, well, I can't I wait to see it. I don't have a lot going on, Lynn. I'm getting excited about some some weird stuff.
1: It's okay. Um, are you gonna like put cute chairs out there? Yeah. And
0: well, that's what I there. I mean the chairs are in Raleigh, so <laughs> Oh yeah, duh. We already said that. I gotta I gotta fix that.
1: Are you gonna put twinkly lights?
0: Yes, I have twinkly lights up. Are you gonna put Just in pl- time for just in time for it to snow in Boston? <laughs> are you gonna put plants? Well No, I can't deal with plants. You know I can't deal with plants. I just want, like, no plants. Okay, that's, like, your worst quality. I know, it sucks. Um, Okay. It sucks. Um, Okay, can we go back to you? Yeah, sure. Can you tell us about Australia? And you're going to go, what are your plans with Marley? Everybody needs to know.
1: I'm so excited. Um, Well, first, when I got the camp invite, I cried because I'm, like, so excited. I've been waiting for this year this year, this moment for two years. And now I will be flying. I'll be in the same country with him in two weeks. And it's just, it's so exciting.
0: That is so wonderful.
1: I'm convinced like when I get there, all of my issues are gonna go away because I'm gonna see him and I'm just gonna be happy. And, but our plans, um, we don't have any at the moment because I don't know like where we're staying with the U.S. yet, but he's gonna Mm. come over and, Um, He's going to go to the games, and he's been able to see my game in literally forever, so we're going to do that. Um, I obviously jumped the gun, and last camp just was manifesting that I was going to go, so I booked a hotel for us to stay in Sydney, and naturally now they're the wrong dates, so I need (sighs) to go back and rebook those or change them, Um, but we're going to stay in Sydney for a couple days after camp, and then we are going to go back to Melbourne and... He's gonna work, and I'm gonna play, li- live. I love yeah.
0: that. Yeah,
1: good. I'm so excited for you guys. Thank you. I'm so excited. It's be what so are fun.
0: You, What are you most excited for? A hug. A hug. What are you most <laughs> excited for about Australia in general, besides Marley? Um, the food. The food. The food. The fact that I'm getting out of the
1: cold again and going back to summer. You're really crushing that one. Yeah, I know.
2: Really um, at
1: that. I feel like I'm gonna, um, get fit. Okay. I feel like I'm not very fit right now, which is like kind of crazy considering it's the end of season. So I feel like you're just like exhausted. That's probably it. That's probably the best word. So I think I'm just more excited to just like get mentally rejuvenated.
0: Yeah, for sure. You've got two more games and then you're going to see Marley get mentally rejuvenated and then just have a little rest. Have a little Rest. holiday spritzer, yeah. and then you're just gonna come back swinging.
1: I know we're not even gonna um, be able to talk about like Thanksgiving and Christmas because on the pod, on the pod.
0: Well, we might just have to do a mid holiday check in with our with our peeps. Somebody else told me today a stranger told me that she loves snacks, and I said, "Me too." sis. I have a question for you our mutual friend, I
1: was talking to them. I'll leave them unnamed. And they were asking me what is the most um, unassuming quality of myself. Is that, am I saying that right? What people would.
0: Not assume about you. What
1: not assume about me.
0: Yeah. And I want to ask you that question. Well, I also was talking about this with our friend. And we kind of came to the conclusion that like I come off as like obviously I am like super type A and like very organized and that I like am um, obviously like very invested in all of these endeavors and things that I do. But that I I also kind of have this side that's just kind of like, oh, I don't care about that. Let's like just move on and I can just kind of like. Just like also just like yeah. compartmentalize or like dismiss things mm-hmm. or like not actually like think that they're super important and just like get over it. So mm-hmm. we were thinking, I'm explaining that a little weird, but I'm trying to keep it PG. So I think it might be kind of be that. What what did you say yours was? And, um, and well,
1: also what would you say about me? Well, first I can see that about you. Um, it's so funny because I was saying that I think that I come off as like this super chill person, but internally I'm like, um,
0: stressed. Yeah. Like a little anxious.
1: Yeah. A little anxious. And so I think that's why we work a little bit because I was just
0: going to say, I think we balance each other out in that way.
1: Yeah. Because I think like, you're so like, your anxiousness just like comes out and then like because sometimes I'll ask you something, thinking you're going to be anxious, then all of a sudden you're so chill, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I've been acting chill about it, but I am not,
0: not." <laughs> I I actually think that that's really interesting, and it is definitely like one of the reasons why we get along so well. Like, I uh, I think you're right. I express my anxiety, and it that helps me get through it. And yeah. sometimes you bottle it up, and yeah. so it lingers under the surface, but you nobody could ever tell. Yeah, it's very interesting. I know. We just need each other. Interesting. We need each other. We do. (laughs) Um Yeah, I guess that would be that would be the most unassuming quality. Yeah, that is very interesting. Um Okay, well we are wrapping up season two. We've left you guys with some, I hope, interesting tidbits and good interviews. What have you thought, Lynn? Co- compare could you compare season one to season two? Like, how are you liking podcasting? What are you? What are your thoughts?
1: Um, I still like it. I still love it. I think that um, getting to talk to people a little bit more in depth. Um, I know most of the people on our podcast so far have been our friends, but I don't think we ever get this like forum to talk about um, deep things because we're either running around. Um, and we have so many different like tasks that we have to do. Um, and so I think having them come on and getting to know them a little bit deeper and what makes them tick, um, it's been really cool for me. What about you?
0: I really like it, too. I always I like how we did it logistically this year, too, in case nobody knows. We set aside one day every week. And we've actually done it, I think, every Thursday except one. Mm-hmm. And we record on those days. And then the podcast comes out on Monday. And that has worked really well for me rather than having us kind of schedule whatever and like have it be a little bit frantic. So I've really liked that part of it. And I agree with what you said. I think we get to talk about really interesting things. And I want to figure out a way if, and when we do season three to like talk about more Mm -hmm. real stuff. Like I want to get, I love interviewing our friends. I think it's so fun, but I think it would be like a challenge for us also to, to keep, kind of like pushing ourselves and interviewing maybe somebody we're not super close with or somebody mm. um who's in a situation that we don't know that much about so i'm just really you know looking to expand our horizons i know i also maybe i mean this is just spitballing and we're
1: gonna have to figure all this out um but is there a way to get like a a guest episode where we can like just talk to like a couple guests within the i mean what Lynn um what I meant we do every time we talk to a guest (laughs) What, what I meant was like a fan episode so we can like
0: bring in like four
1: fans or something like that I don't know that was just a random idea oh my
0: gosh that just reminded me I was supposed to have my mother call in so she could explain about the skit see that's what I mean stuff like that have people call in we should have people call in for for laughs yeah um I also just, just sorry, just to say on my mother's behalf, the skit took them two takes, everybody. She wanted to make sure that uh, we put that one out there. Proceed. What a sweet soul your mother is. What a sweet soul.
1: Parents, kill me. My, (laughs) I texted my mom. She said, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm getting my hair done. I have to pack up the whole apartment. I still have to write my wedding speech because I'm the maid of honor. I'm a little bit stressed. You don't wanna know what she texts back? I have no idea. She says, speech easy, don't make it about you. And then proceeds to list how to write a speech. And I was like, why on earth would I make the wedding speech about me? And why did you make me more stressed now? Yeah, yeah, I know, love her to death. She was trying to help, but I'm like, mother, what? Mother, what? What? Um, Well, that's very cute. But anyways, yeah, I've had a really good time this um, snacks pod season. I did see a question on Twitter that somebody said, we want to know the hard questions. Do you have to, have you ever been in a game and had to go to the bathroom during a game? And what do you do?
0: And I was like that, I had no idea anybody would ever think to ask that question. I mean, that's definitely happened to people, but I don't know that it's ever happened to me shockingly.
1: We had the chance to chat with our good friend Becky Sauerbrunn. Uh, We talked about her favorite pods, snacks, probably, what she likes outside of soccer and what she does for self-care. But first, a word from our sponsors. And now we'd like to bring on this week's guest from the Portland Thorns, and the U.S. Women's National Team, President of the U.S. Women's National Team's Players Association, Member of the Athlete Council, Ambassador of U.S. Soccer Foundation, Ambassador of the Athlete Allies, Advocate for the BWPC. I'm out of breath. The <laughs> one, the only, Becky Rebecca Sabra. Welcome to the
2: show. Thanks for having me, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try not to take offense that I was probably like the 13th person you've asked to be on the show
0: no no
2: yes no
0: literally no we won we asked you weeks ago one of our we to one of our guests was our partners you were like top three you were top top three or four <laughs> you First you were that, you were all right, also
1: also this isn't this isn't a bash to just one because not at all it's a bash to us but we wanted to make sure Season one was going to be good, and because you're like a real
2: podcaster, like Sam said, and we wanted to make sure our podcast was like doing well. Oh, I see. So it was really for my benefit.
0: Yeah, yeah. we had to learn the ropes of how to podcast. We've been doing research by listening to podcasts. We've been, we're podheads. We're podheads.
2: Clever. You heard. Very clever. Um, you're also a podhead. Yeah, I mean, my. My, I lean more towards like fiction and true crime, but I, I can dig this kind of podcast too.
0: Well, we're glad to hear that. We want to know what the last podcast you listened to was, and then we last? have some, fo- some follow up podcast questions.
2: Okay. Um, I listen, I'm listening to Tanis right now, which is like a fictional story about like the last great mystery in the data internet age. And it's about this environmental area in the Pacific Northwest, um, where all these weird things are happening. Are you going to visit the area? Um, I actually don't know if it's like, if the place itself is fiction or not. I mean, obviously the Pacific Northwest is not, um, but the actual place that they talk about, like the name of it, the town and stuff. I don't know if that's real. Wow. How, How do you have so much time to read and listen to podcasts and do all of the things I listed? Um, so the podcast is actually part of like my sleep process. So I turn it on and my body knows that it's like time to shut down and just start relaxing.
0: Oh, that is crazy.
2: Murdered for sleep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'm one of those. That that was our next thing was don't that you fall asleep listening sometimes to murdery podcasts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like dateline and things like that for sure. Um, I can also fall asleep to that. I don't know what that says about me, but, um, mm -hmm, yeah, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm crazy mm-hmm. i have to fall asleep to like a funny tv show like on my ipad so i'll have to it'll be something i've like seen a million times like Shits creek or like the office or like something i've already seen and then i'll just have it on and the characters soothe me and it's funny and i just i'm like that's when i'm like go to sleep
2: that sounds pleasant i fall asleep uh, to yeah. tiktok oh no <laughs> oh no really
1: <laughs> Yeah, I scroll and it's so exciting. And then I'll find my phone in my hand, like playing the same video over and over, which is a TikTok flaw, first of all. And then I'm should... like, it should scroll for me. Uh, yeah. And then I'm like, oh gosh, it's uh, put that away.
0: You're like, you know, sometimes on TikTok when you get a video that's only been watched like three times, and you're just watching it a hundred <laughs> times all night over the person's like, look at all my views. Yeah, I'm
2: like, you're welcome. Aren't you're you like welcome. ruining ruining your algorithm or something? Like, won't you not get Newer, different TikToks?
1: I feel like when yeah. I'm trying to sleep, I watch the weirdest TikToks. I'm like on dancing TikTok. Somehow I got to baby TikTok. I'm on horse TikTok. I, they're just, it's all over the place. And I watch it when I'm sleeping and I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay. Cool. Um, well,
0: back Away from TikTok, back to the podcast. We also heard from you, Becky, that Zola was listening to snacks and we want to know what his review was.
2: Yeah, so he always listened to podcasts when he's like shaving his head and it was the episode I think with Christy and so you guys were talking about her nickname maybe crotch yes yeah that's the word that I heard where I was like oh this sounds familiar um <laughs> and I mean he 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 is a pod connoisseur and he really does like snacks oh yeah like he was pod like, hearts. hearts mess this up Becky like you were going on an Our amazing pod. podcast I know you're lying yeah. to us but I'm very happy I would never do that I would never lie to you guys
0: Oh
1: okay. You. Well, we didn't send you these questions before because we're terrible hosts. Um, but do you mind if we get into some real Agreed? stuff?
2: <laughs> Let's go.
0: Well, then we did skip an intro that I feel like oh, is a great sorry. segue into real stuff. Becky, what have you been like thinking about oh, yeah. this week? Like what is on your mind lately? What if what have you and Zola been talking about? What's like the topic of the week in your world?
2: Honestly, guys, it's about fertility <laughs> and like interesting. Oh, not what I thought you were going to say. I know, <laughs> I know, but we are thinking about, um, freezing my eggs. And so we have been talking about that quite a bit. We had a like women's health seminar with Portland and it got brought up about fertility and egg freezing. And I was like, you know, like that's probably something I should look into. And so that's, the start of it. And then I kind of did some more research and Zola and I've been talking. So I guess if I had to choose one topic, it's, it's fertility. Wow.
0: Thank you for sharing that. That's
1: awesome. Um, did you see, I'm sure you saw, but, um, that Louisville is partnering with a fertility clinic, which I think is so cool.
2: Genius. I think, I think that's so genius. And also the idea that like, as professional athletes to have that pressure taken off us where like, we feel like our biological clock is ticking. We have to decide between continue to play or to start a family. And I just thought that was genius by Louisville, like really well done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, that's exciting. That's like a, a different step in your life that um, I don't know if you've thought about it before, but that's super exciting.
2: <laughs> just really abstract, kind of like, oh, maybe I should do this, but now we're like really potentially doing this.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Lynn, have you, what is your thoughts on children, future? Anything you'd like to share? (laughs) Well,
1: I just got my birth control changed. If anybody wanted to know, (laughs) I got a big bruise on my arm. I got the next one on. Um, But yeah, I mean, me and Marley definitely want kids in the future. Um, But to all the moms that like have kids and come back and play, I think that it's amazing. It's, I think watching my sister have kids, it's so hard. So knowing that you have to come back and play after your body has changed. And then on top of that, you have to care for this little tiny human kudos to you. Not for me though. Not for me. Um, I want to have one part of my life and then transition to like another part of my life. Um, and so I, I think going back to the fertility clinic, like it's so amazing that you don't have to choose anymore. Cause I think so many people end their careers early to have kids because they don't want to come back. And now, um, science, man. You don't have to. Science.
2: Yeah,
0: that is really cool. We also just got a note from one of our producers that the WNBA Players Association is providing free fertility services for their players. So awesome. Look at this. Yeah. That's what about cool, you, Samantha? Samantha? Well, we don't really know. I think we're me and Pat are kind of on the same page, that we don't really know, but we are not ready right now, so we are putting that one off.
1: <laughs> Finn, for a while. Finn, Finn is your kid for now.
0: Yeah, so,
1: over. yeah,
2: Becky, you have cats. I do. I have two cats.
1: <laughs> How are they?
2: Um, they're fantastic. I love them to death. They sometimes can be jerks, but for the most part, very lovable things. Do you think you could love a kid more than you love your cat? Uh, I know I'm supposed to say yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like everyone that I've talked to always say that like, you love your kid so much more than you think you're going to. And so I think that if I get to have a child or adopt a child or just possess one, um, I'm sure that I, that's what it's going to feel like. <laughs> um, is, is Zola a cat person too? Or He is. He grew up with cats. And so we're kind of perfect for each other. I mean, not to like toot my own horn or anything, but like, we're pretty good for each other. I love wow. that for you.
0: I know. I want to, we like have this whole list of questions, but I want to just like keep going down these paths that we're bringing up. Like in what other ways are you guys perfect for each other? Will you share anything else?
2: Yeah. So he is more extroverted, which is great. Cause as you guys know, I'm pretty introverted. So I think kind of the opposites are really good. So like when we go out, we can kind of, he can make up for what I don't have. Um, and then mm. in cases where like, he's kind of overstimulated, I can be like, yo, come into my perfect, fairly quiet bubble um he also loves soccer he loves sci-fi obviously he loves cats um and he also loves me a lot so kind of like <sighs>
1: <laughs> which it, it makes the most sense is
2: the I loving can't... you one
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it is wow. reciprocated, so that's good too that, yeah match made in good. heaven yeah
1: I know I didn't think we were gonna get all these answers but I'm so happy
0: I know
2: we I'm should having just a start, great time
0: we should just start doing spontaneous interviews only where we just like yeah
2: run just riff
0: we just riff we just go with it the net the last topic that came up we try to talk about it for we'll we'll get it we'll talk about this another time I think for this one because this is a very special guest we should stick to the script we
1: weren't going to talk about this either but like obviously you Sam I'm riffing now
0: yeah we're uh, now we're just riffing okay keep it going
1: um because you're uh, part of the BWPC and advocate for that. And obviously Zola is, I mean, if people have seen him, he's black. Um, is there any challenges that you guys face or, or the fact that you want to have kids that you think you're going to face? Um, I don't really know where that question was going because it's a riff. So
2: yeah, pick it me. pick it up, Becky, just go. Yeah, I'll just go with it. So we met in Virginia um, at the university of Virginia, which is a place that is not full of diversity, to be honest. And so I, we started dating really early on um, and I would say that there were some things that happened in college where us being together, people saw as problematic. There were also times where I saw Zola himself um, be discriminated against because he's black. Um, we were pulled over at one point. And so um, for a, a bogus reason, saying our, our tags were placed wrong on the li- on my license plate, which was absolute bullshit. Um, I would say since moving to Portland, um, it's been better, but there are still instances um, where we face discrimination for being in an interracial relationship. And so, yeah, it's definitely had its challenges. When I think about children, I think we I mean, we've talked about how we are going to have those discussions with children that we have um, potentially if they look more like Zola or if they look more like me. Um, interactions that they may face, um, situations that they may face, um, things like that. So yeah, we've definitely had a lot of those discussions.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. I know my mom has always said that um, her parents would ask her like, about my dad, who's obviously back and say, well, what are you going to do when people ask um, about your kids? And my mom always said, well, I'm going to defer to Dave, which is my dad, because he's lived this. Um, so I just have to support them, but I don't have those personal experiences. Um, but I think talking about it is obviously like such a good first step and you're never going to know what's going to happen until sadly things happen.
2: Yes. Sadly, until things happen. And I I think you're right. Like Zola obviously has lived a completely different experience than me and, you know, listening to him and having him take the lead on some things, I think will be truly important because like you said, he's lived it.
1: Yeah. Why do you think it's so important to like give up so much of your time? Like we listed all the things that you are involved in and uh, being a roommate at the Olympics and getting to know you more. I'm like, Becky's always in a meeting. She's always on her phone. She's always doing something for somebody else. Why do you think it's so important?
2: I mean, I would, I would love for there to be a day when we all just show up to camp or show up to the training facility and we're just soccer players and that's all we get to focus on. And that's just not the state of the world, whether it's combating like racism or homophobia or transphobia or pay discrimination, you know, there's just something that we're always somehow involved in or something that we can use our platform for. So I feel it's not an obligation. It's more like an opportunity and the responsibility to like do as much as I can while I can and try to create the most change and try to get everyone, everything, everyone to a level where they're treated fairly. And I know that's kind of like a a blanket statement, but I just feel like I have been gifted this platform and I've been gifted these opportunities and it would be a disservice to me and to everybody if I were to not do the most with it.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you feel, I mean, that was an incredible answer and so selfless of you to feel that as a, feel these things that are asked of you as an opportunity. I think that's a really incredible way of looking at it. Do you ever feel burnt out by it or like you need a break or like, say you get a call on the weekend that now somebody needs something from you all of a sudden and you had other plans. Like, are you ever just like, Can you ever say no or, or take a break? Or do you feel like it's important to continue to give even when it's hard?
2: I would say that I've gotten better at protecting myself. I don't know if either of you guys have read Adam Grant's book, um, give and take. And so I haven't, no. Okay. So basically the premise is like in the world, you've got givers, takers and matchers and matchers are really transactional. Maybe this is making more sense, Sam, because I think Adam Grant talked to us about it. And I've read some other Adam Grant stuff. So I I think I know the premise, but keep going. Yeah. So with givers, the problem is that you can give too much at times and then you get burnt out. And so you actually become ineffective. And so I think there are times when I've pulled myself in too many places where I've not been able to really dedicate the energy and like intellectual capacity to the things that I should be and really giving it all, giving it my all. Um, I've gotten better about that. So I don't really say no that much, but when I do, it's, it's really because I, I do feel like I'm needing to protect myself a little bit. Would you
1: say that's a love
2: language of yours? It's giving? Yeah, I would say acts of service is definitely my love language.
1: I know. I, I just always... It's so interesting because you're so introverted, but you like give so much of yourself. I find those like, do they not, aren't they like an oxymoron? Is that the word I'm looking for? I, do you-
2: I do. well, the thing is like, I'm introverted, but I, I care a lot. I think I actually care too much at times about certain things. And so Never. I think that's how I show that I care with sometimes being socially awkward while doing it. Never.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think you're social awkward, Becky. We have a question for you later somewhere in here. I'm just going to ask it now is how you would describe your own sense of humor. I think you're hilarious. So we so want to know like, what you think.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, I would definitely say like dry and <laughs> a bit more on the darker side. I knew you were going to say that. I, <laughs> I knew it. I said dark. I
0: was like, her sense of humor is dark. And I, I wonder if she'll say that.
2: Oh, yeah. No, it, it definitely That's is. That's really and funny. And I have things in my head that I would want to say. And I kind of think about it and I'm like, you can't say that. That is inappropriate. <laughs> and sometimes I'll say it quietly and then like Megan Rapinoe will hear it and then say it. And she'll get all the credit. And I was like, oh, I should have said oh, it. Dang
1: it. I dang it. I feel like when I get like a genuine laugh out of you, I know it was a good joke because like, I feel like you're hard to make laugh.
2: Oh, I would. I really hope that's not the case. I feel like I laugh pretty freely. Yeah. Maybe but you have like, a, when it's
0: really funny, you have like a belly. Yeah. Limb. Yeah. Like when you've really got you, you are like yes. Yeah. I have like a it's
2: capital. the
0: best. It's the best. Um, when you like hold back some of those things that maybe you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is too dark to say, or do you ever feel like I'm, I'm asking this question, obviously, cause this is something I'm dealing with right now. So I assume everybody is, um, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but whatever that there is this like USA soccer. Rebecca Sauerbrunn this is who I am this is who I present and then that there's this like I want to go home and play video games and do what I do that there's this other you or do you feel like you truly are like a mesh of both
2: oh I feel like I feel like I'm a mesh of both and I think as like I I keep saying as I get older um, Mm -hmm. I've come to like really embrace those other parts of me and realize that like they're just as important and make up who I am and deserve just as much credit as like the soccer playing me. And so embracing mm. that and showing that to the world. Cause like, there are other people like me out there that are like a little eccentric, a little dark, um, and love video games and love falling asleep to true crime <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> exactly. So, um, just letting all my like freak flags fly, you know, like, I feel like that's, that's important too.
0: I think I'll, I'll just respond about myself that sometimes I think the presented Sam is safer because I know that that's kind of like, it checks the right boxes and it's like been, it's almost like it's been approved. And that the more of these other sides of me that are maybe are just more in my private life that I keep to myself, I'm maybe like afraid to show them. Cause I'm like, I don't know if this is like all good with everybody who's already accepted this other public me again I I know I'm not like that famous or anything but I think I've struggled with just like the vulnerability of showing the sides of me that are more eccentric or unique or like not that I haven't shown before does
2: that make sense yeah Mm -hmm. but what what would you want to show like I would be really I mean I feel like I've seen have I seen a lot of different parts of you because yeah I think think that show
0: I think you have. I think with you guys, I'm like honest in myself. I just think I get nervous to be that all the time. Like, I think I'm very, Pat always says I'm like very vanilla and that I like keep it really safe and I keep it really like acceptable. Does that make sense? Political.
2: Yeah. For sure. It makes sense. I mean, not all of us can be rocky road and be like fully accepted, but I think you definitely (laughs) have like the the social credit where you could like, let more of it come out because like, clearly everyone loves you. And like they've oh. accepted proper Sam. They're going to accept improper Sam. Radical Sam. Exactly. <laughs> Lynn, do you feel this way at all? About you or
0: about myself? Uh, no, I, well, <laughs> I guess about your. I was asking about yourself. No.
1: Um, yeah, I think, um, definitely. I think there's so much social media that is like crazy that, you're just like, I don't think I would ever say something to get canceled, but I'm always like, somebody's going to cancel me for saying something a little mm. bit too out there. And so I think there's always that in in the back of my mind and not wanting to say the wrong thing, or um, even if I don't mean to say the wrong thing, and then I'm like, Jesus, somebody's going to attack me. Um, So yeah, I, I definitely have that too. And so I think I, I also come off a little vanilla.
0: Mm. I but right I hope, that.
1: I hope, I hope my friends think I'm not vanilla and I'm more of a chocolate chip cookie dough kind of gal. Oh
0: hmm. I love chocolate chip cookie
1: dough.
0: Me too. Hey. Um okay Lynn, you choose the next question.
1: Okay. Um well, we felt it was um, important to, because you're involved in so many. Well, first I have another riff question. Uh, you, like I said, you've given up so
2: much of your time for everything. We've said that a million times.
1: How did you and Zola find time for each other?
2: So I would say that Zola and I are very like independent people and we mm-hmm. are independent people that have decided to share our lives together. And I think that makes our dynamic maybe a little bit easier to navigate than some other dynamics. Mm. Um, it's like, we've chosen to spend our lives together, but we also know that like, we are also whole within our own lives. Um, and so when we do spend time together, it's, it's quality. You know, like um, we choose to spend it together. We're both very present. Like it's pretty rare when we're both in the same room and we're both kind of just on our phones and not really engaging in something. And so um, that does also happen, but I wouldn't say as much as maybe other couples um but i would yeah i would say that it just kind of works out that way and he's super busy i'm super busy but the time we do get together like we make sure it matters that sounds healthy um you and
0: zola do love traveling though and like hiking like what can you tell us about when when you went to chile
2: right yeah yeah so we went our last like big trip um was to chile and i think that was in 2019 Um, And we went to like northern Patagonia and went on some amazing hikes. Definitely a place that we want to go back to and like really do Patagonia. Um, But yeah, like that's one of our, our things is like doing one big trip a year. Unfortunately, COVID's kind of messed that up. But we would like to go back to Chile. We also really want to go to Peru and do like Machu Picchu.
1: Yeah. Cool. It's just, you amaze me. I feel like anytime I ask other people like, oh, you're going on vacation this year. They're like, yeah, I'm going to some tropical location and laying down eating tacos and having margaritas. And you then I, ask, yeah. And what? then I ask you and you're like, I'm hiking Mount Everest. and I'm like, "Becky, sit <laughs> down.
2: I mean, we, we also have those days where we just lie down and we'll like binge a show and just drink mojitos for hours straight. So it's a, a little of everything. Okay. I, that's you're that resting. really fun.
0: Um, um, okay. Oh, go ahead, Sam. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, um, you're all done for the day. No more calls, no more soccer. What do you do to like self-care? That's like actual, like Becky time to relax.
2: Ooh, Becky time to relax. For me, reading really kind of does that for me. And if I'm being perfectly honest, like a really nice Epsom salt bath, where you kind of like get in and you can literally feel your body reach like max relaxation. Do you ever get that feeling? Yeah. That do I ever. I crave. <laughs> And so I'll be in there and I'll be reading and I'll be like, this is, if I have a glass of wine next to me, that's like the rate of like chill.
0: Yeah. Oh, How often do you do that?
2: Oh, well, I don't really have a bathtub that I can do that in currently. So not very often, but I read pretty much every day. Sometimes it's like, I wake up, make my breakfast and I'll read a little bit before I go to training. And then at the end of the day, I usually like to read a little bit too. How many books would you say you read a week? A week? I would say one to two, depending on how crazy the week is. Oh,
0: wow. When, when she said a week, I was like, Lynn, that is way too short of a time to ask how many books she reads in a week. And no, then you I... were like one or two. And I was like, oh,
1: that is my... always reading, always reading. Yeah, that's true um Sam step up your reading game
0: (laughs) well I actually have been reading a lot most of them have been trash fiction like romance slash whatever love Been reading some really great ones lately and have been reading some like actual solid books I I started reading on my like phone and iPad so if I'm like in a waiting room or like Mm. I don't know early for something you guys know I always show up 45 minutes early for everything I'll just pull on my phone and like read a couple pages it's actually like a great little I love that for you. Secret
1: we need editor. to get you blue light glasses.
0: Yeah, probably. Probably.
1: Um, okay. We felt it was uh, important to discuss the, all the abuse that was happening in the NWSL without getting in, into the meat of it. Um, what do you
2: think right now? Like the NWL needs for positive change? What the NWSL needs for positive change. I think One of the big things is to get rid of all the bad actors and so whatever the results of these investigations find I think you need to get the bad people out and then I need you I think you need to put infrastructure in um, a lot of that having to do with HR departments and personnel and I can tell you I've played for a bunch of different teams and I can only one or two where I actually knew we had an HR department and who made up the department and how to reach them um, and so, like reporting mechanisms and and the comfort of reporting, like those things that can make a huge difference. Like I don't think they exist across the league, and so I think mm-hmm. that's an kind of an easy thing to do to really create good change. Yeah, I, I think right now, like the NWSL is in such a
1: p- pivotal, pivotal <laughs> that was hard <laughs> pivotal moment um, where you're right. I think we have to get all those like weeds out. And, um, you know, everybody, w- I think was so nervous to come forward because they wanted, they didn't want the NWSL to fold. But right now we're in a moment where we know it's not going to fold, but if we don't get these people out, we're never going to be able to like blossom. Um, and I know that s- this whole past year has been crazy. Like you said, um, we've had every freaking equal pay women's rights, gay rights. I, we've worn like five different shirts this year for different, um equality things um I don't know where my thought was going <laughs> that I lost it
2: well you what you just said was beautiful
1: yeah it was gonna be really good and then I lost it um
0: well, I feel like you were just saying it's a it we know we believe all these things we need change in a lot of areas and it's the perfect time to just kind of start with new standards and goals yeah. for the league and Thank you. Fin- finish each other's sentences.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, I,
2: just think that like this is the time right now to to
1: push forward, and, and it's time. It's just time.
2: It is. It is time. And I think the end of LPA um, negotiating their first ever collective mm. bargaining agreement. I think that's going to be huge.
1: That is, yeah, I think that's going to be huge too. Um, I think as players, we don't realize how much power we have. Um, and I always think it's crazy to think. Right now, we're not asking for the world, we're just asking for basic standards. Um, And so I'm so interested to see what comes comes out of this, but it's just basic. It's like, we wanna be considered a professional league. We need
2: professional standards. Yeah, and we're humans and so we should be treated as humans.
1: I know, just like go to work
2: and work. I, I don't get why
1: it's not that easy. Same. Anyways. Um, okay. So that was like basically our, our stuff. Let's get into
0: like some personal
1: fun stuff.
0: Yeah. That was supposed to be the hard part,
2: but it was now
0: it is supposed to be <laughs> the fun part.
2: So okay. I'm, game. I'm game. We
0: heard we, we know what you're currently listening to as a podcast. What book are you currently reading?
2: Oh gosh. Um, well, Sam, like you said, like sometimes it, it's like a trashy romance novel. Yep. Sometimes I read those on like the fantasy side. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm reading one of those right now and I I can't even remember the name of it because- Those are the best. They are, they are the best.
0: But you know, when it's so good that I like like the murder ones, that's like basically the woman on the train and all the different versions of that. Those are the, Those are the ones I really get into. And I couldn't tell you, the titles are all something like, She's Gone, Woman Missing, Found, Dead. Like they're all just like, versions uh, of the same thing, but they're so good. They're page turners. All, all
1: my friends are listening to murdery things. I am scared for myself.
2: <laughs> That's probably fair.
1: Um, uh, do you watch Netflix at all? Do you watch skid games? Have you watched it? Squid games, sorry. <laughs> yeah, Game. I was like,
2: I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, actually um, games. for Halloween, Zola and I ordered jumpsuits to be players for Halloween and it, they didn't show up because of like supply chain problems um But yeah, no, we definitely watched it. I couldn't. Yeah, I like. I
1: literally couldn't watch it. I was like too. I live alone. I like can't do that to myself. I would have nightmares. Really, even that kind of show?
0: Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, it, scare me.
1: I, it like I mean, doesn't. It,
0: like it does. But it doesn't. Not, like, someone sneaking in your house?
1: No, it's not like somebody sneaking in my house. I don't have that fear. I just like watch it, and the whole time I was like this. Like, who's gonna die? Like, please don't move. And I was
2: like, I. I'm trying to relax. I'm sweating. Yeah, that's fair. yeah what it's not, you- a, not a relaxing show. Becky, no. what's I'm only on, I'm not
0: done with it yet. I like was watching it and then I took a little break and now I'm back and I'm invested. So I have like two episodes left. What's your like big social commentary takeaway from Squid Games? Squid Games. Squid Games. Oh, that's Squid Skid. Because Squid- even in like, I'll just give you mine without waiting for you to answer. Even in like episode one, I was just like, oh, this is just like, capitalism is bad. Why do we want all this money at the cost of our like lives? And I was just like, this is so bad. And now I feel like I've like made some other, drawn some other conclusions, but what about you?
2: That's, I mean, that's completely fair. I would say like I started the show hating the main character. Mm. Like Ooh. absolutely thought he was just like one of the most vilest humans on the planet earth and by the end um uh, when you see that he's like lynn did you finish it i didn't finish it oh okay well then i'm not i guess i can't <laughs> tell you my my takeaway
0: yeah i guess not what's well, tough Sorry. i've
2: i've heard um it's korean correct mm-hmm. if
1: you don't speak korean like you miss a lot of the key points i've i've read that
2: i, I, see I that. I heard that too, I heard like one of the female characters in it, um, her, the translation um, into English subtitles takes away a whole dynamic of her personality that we don't even get to see. Yeah, which I've heard that too. makes her really multi-dimensional and like a lot more yeah. manipulative than what she appears. And so that, I was like, oh, that's disappointing.
1: Do you know what's something that's also disappointing that Netflix did is that if you watch it in English, the subtitles don't match up to the English words oh that they're saying and i'm like i don't get how the translation and the translation are different yeah yeah Yeah. silly it's silly Silly. netflix at netflix answer my question why that's it why (laughs) that's the question um okay you have a cat you have two cats crystal has three cats do they have cat play dates
2: no, no, I would be worried that one of my cats would um attack one of her cats. so that's oh. like I don't think we're gonna have any play dates there. Uh, so
1: cats don't do like dogs. I guess dogs can attack each other as well. Dogs don't
2: do like dogs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's as uh, <laughs> n- as normal <laughs> to have uh, cats cat dates than dog dates, but hmm. Yeah, no, I have a cat that's like pretty alpha and I think she really needs to like prove it every, every single day. So if there are other cats, I think she would just kind of be like, everything here is mine and I'm going to show you why.
1: Oh, yeah. That's kind of like Rebecca, (laughs) alpha cat. (gasps) No, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) I saw you tackle a young girl for a ball once. I saw you
2: like football tackle. Oh my gosh. Yes. I I saw Yeah, she went down. The alpha, alpha Uh, cat.
0: Becky, what is your go-to coffee order? Even though I feel like I already know.
2: Oh, three shots, latte, whole milk, sixteen ounce. Three shots, three shots, and they are—they're always like alpha. We pulled two shots, so would you like all four? And I'm like, no, I just want three. Huh? Very specific yeah
1: that's it that's an alpha right there that is to, she
0: knows what she wants and the whole milk i am on board with that i love whole milk and i am here for it
2: oh, i yeah. i wish i wish you wish you know, could
0: drink it i got tummy issues
2: yeah what a delicate flower she yeah. actually,
0: really does. She actually <laughs> really does we made have we already told this story on the podcast this corn story no i don't think we have Okay. Well, one time Lynn and I made, made if we've told her, we're going to have to cut this out. We made corn bread, like a corn casserole and then like a corn chili. And we like had them together. And it was just like, basically everyone had a, a serving of corn in every bite. Like we had 10 servings of corn each. And then Lynn, like had a stomach ache for four days and just like was so bloated and in so much pain.
1: Yeah. Like I was contemplating going to the doctor because I was like, there's something wrong with me. My stomach is bloated. I can't run. We were trying, we had to play Orlando, I think day number four, we got rained out, thank God. Because I was like, if I had to play, I don't think I would have been able to.
0: Naturally, I was just fine.
2: I could eat anything. And pretty I much- don't know
1: why I'm like this. I used to not be like this.
2: Well, it's okay. Corn. corn in general, kind of hard to digest. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, not for yeah, Sam, yeah. but like for most people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, corn,
0: milk.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just like a farm animal, <laughs> I like
0: literally eat loads of corn and be completely fine.
1: This is my favorite part of the podcast where we just pepper each other with random questions. So Rebecca, we have a quiz for you. We did the same quiz for Tierna. Um, so basically we want to know if you're smarter
0: than Tierna. Oh, no chance. Well, the questions well, are, were originally was, are you smarter than a fifth grader questions? So the questions are, were they, or were they just like, no, we just made these up. Just let's just get to it. Don't leave this to me. Um, okay. Becky, how much rice to water is the
2: right amount? I believe it's two servings water to one serving rice. Ding, ding, ding. Depending on the rice. Oh, oh, got me. Half a ding.
1: How long does it take to hard boil an egg? Three
2: minutes. Jesus, Becky. You're going to runny as
1: hell. You're
0: going to be have a runny egg. We think it takes nine to
2: 12. Good gravy. Okay.
0: Good gravy. It literally, you literally will have egg gravy. Egg gravy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, what's Pythagorean theorem? Why did you say that so weird? Um, How do you
2: say it? Pythagorean theorem? Ha, huh, I can read better than you. I- isn't, it, <laughs> isn't it to find the this of a triangle? I don't actually know the answer. Isn't it a squared plus b squared equals c
0: squared? Yeah, but isn't that the kid that?
1: Yeah, you are correct. Ding. Well, Lynn, okay, so- sorry, can we just go back to this pronunciation really quick? I said Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, I just, it, I wouldn't say pi, like P-I-E. What What are you saying? Pythagorean, I, just like I would just like say it as one
2: word. East coast versus West coast, baby. I
0: hate that, Becky. How would you say it? <laughs> pythagorean. In the
2: middle.
0: pythagorean.
2: Nope, lynn's Pythagorean.
0: Oh, all right.
2: Can you, you explain? Can you weird e- on the Civil pole
0: Pythagorean, yeah. thi- whatever. Uh, whatever. Okay. Can you explain gravity?
1: You stole my question, but go. Oh,
2: sorry. <laughs> Um, gravity, anything with mass, a big enough mass has gravity and pulls things to it.
0: Sounds good are to you, me. Are you allowed to use the word in the definition?
2: Um, <laughs> probably not, but anything with enough mass has an atmosphere that potentially leads to things being pulled towards it. Oh, burn. Yeah, you got okay. me. You got me back. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, um how many sides does a hexagon have a hexagon oh that's terrible um hex s, 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 i don't know seven i think that's right oh i think it's six anybody it, do you guys not know the answer to that se- no
0: of course we don't that's why we're asking you i think seven would be a septagon
2: where are you <laughs> on this one
0: a 7 gone. It has oh, six. It's six size. sides. Sam was right. You were right, but then you like killed it with the septagon. I, I, I what? Okay. Will you guys tell us what is what a so and for the listeners? Our producers are putting answers in the chat and our Zoom chat. Can you guys tell us what a seven-sided gon is? If it's septagon, I'm gonna hang up. Oh, a heptagon! I knew I was
1: close. <laughs>
0: Septagon would have been too easy. Okay, uh, three more questions, Reba. What are the three trailing dots at the end of a sentence called? Repeat that, please. What are the three when a sentence goes dot 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 at the
2: end? Oh, an ellipsis. Yeah, of course you knew that. Of course you knew that. Yeah, I use that uh, a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. Which country is closer to Asia,
2: Canada or the U.S.? Uh, to Asia, the U.S.
0: Yeah, because Hawaii.
2: Right? Yeah,
0: That was was our big trick. Yeah, Yeah. that's a trick question, guys. That's not very cool. Okay, this is the last. Well, you got the answer. Sorry. This is our last one. What's the capital of New Hampshire?
2: Of New Hampshire. Is it Durham? I don't know. Lee? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Well, I'm going to say you did great
1: because I wouldn't have got any of them, but you did not beat Tierna.
2: Of course not. I'm not at all surprised by that.
0: I am. Oh, it's
2: Concord, by the way. Ugh, Concord.
0: Concord? I don't know. Now
1: you know we had to bring
0: back the
1: fan questions. Don't forget, if you want to send us questions, you can submit them to Just Women Sports on Twitter. Um, I, I don't know how to say that last name.
0: Sh- this one is from Catherine Schlazier. What's the first thing you ate when you came back from Tokyo? Uh,
2: cheeseburger. Cheeseburger.
0: Did you and Zola go to your place from the airport? Uh, Yeah, pretty much.
2: Uh, is that I your got like home-
1: go-to thing every time?
2: Yeah, he he only allows himself one cheat meal a week. And so it's usually, he waits for when I'm back and we usually get burgers. Wow. That's- yeah, I know, just one cheat meal. I'm like, that's That's rough. impressive.
0: I, I got home to my house from Tokyo at like 7 a.m. And I was just like so ill. I couldn't even tell you what
2: I did all day
1: yeah i like slept all day too
2: it was not good no that's kind of rough (sighs) yeah we were Uh, we were in a bad way sam worse than most of us well yeah fair (laughs) i'll take i'll take that on the chin
0: um (laughs) lynn do you want to ask a serious question yeah from
2: being avery what is your favorite olympic 2020 memory i would say favorite was the netherlands game and kind of the roller coaster of drama that it was and then finishing it off winning in um, a shootout i think that was pretty pretty great that was that, a good memory. That was pretty great what about
1: that you
0: that's
1: pretty great i did love that game i think that i mean being on the sidelines becky the the rush of emotion. so
0: stressful
1: i just the up and down and the amount of head rushes that i got during that time, but then to be so excited um, after
2: winning, I think that was such a good memory. Um, you were also a huge part of why we won that game, so I would hope that's well, one thank of your you. fond memories. That yeah, my that feelings. did happen.
1: Mm-hmm. Samantha Mewis, Becky Sauerbrunn.
0: Yeah, um, I'll <laughs> just quickly, I'll just quickly say my, this is cheating, but mine was before. When I had a quick face time with my sister and both my parents, and we got to say to my parents, we both made the team. Uh-huh. Oh, that, that was really,
1: really
0: cool. that's, I know really that's cheating, really cool. But It was really cool. That
2: is really cool. Yeah. You might. Uh, really. Yeah. Cool.
1: I, I also for my own self, like knowing I was going to start the Netherlands game was a really cool moment for me. Um, cause I literally had no idea and expected it at all. Um, like I said, thank God we had masks on because I, I was like, limp focused. You got to like listen to the tactics because I was in so much shock. But that was a cool moment.
2: That's that's really cool. Like that should be what everyone feels when they hear their name announced for a roster. Is like that, like, oh, this is amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Becky, thank you so much for being on. Thank you all so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Our show is produced by Just Women Sports. For more great sports content, go to content, go to JustWomenSports.com. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter and follow along on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm Lynn Williams. And I'm Sam Mewis.
0: You've been listening to Snacks. Before we head off the air today, we want to make sure you all know that Just Women Sports will be bringing you NWSL Championship coverage with The Warm-Up, a pregame show brought to you straight from Louisville and exclusively streaming on TikTok Live before the match kicks off on Saturday, November 20th. The Warm-Up will be hosted by soccer greats Leslie Osborne and Angela Hughes.
1: You can follow the Just Women Sports social channels for more information and coverage on the championship match.